Welcome to our podcast. I'm Mia. And I'm Vincent. And this is our journey into the ethical non-monogamous lifestyle. And we hope you'll join us for the ride. We're on Instagram as Room for More Podcast. And also Twitter, Room for More One. And we're on fabswingers.com as Room for More Podcast. So please get in touch with us because we'd love to hear from anyone who wants to talk to us. Hi, and welcome to episode three of the Room for More podcast. Hi, everyone. We're going to start talking this episode about um, our first meet, or meeting a couple for the yeah. first time. In the last episode, we talked about our first ever proper experience, and it was a, it was a party, which was great, and it turned out to be quite successful after a bit of a, of a dodgy start. And I suppose after the party, we were quite inspired to branch out a bit more and you know start putting out feelers for couples I suppose in this episode we're talking about two couple encounters that we had yeah that's right so yeah we were turbocharged after the first after the first party we really were fantastic experience and I for one was just dying to get my hands on anything else you know that moved so I, yeah, I guess we start chatting to lots of different couples on Fab Swingers. I guess we got our verifications. So that was the first time that we'd been verified by different people. So that was a new thing for us. Um, and that really helps because if you are in um, this lifestyle, I don't know what other websites are like, but I know the, this particular website that we deal with, it's very important that you have verifications um, yeah. before people will even consider meeting you because it's just really important that people know that you are genuine. Yeah. So anyway, we got talking to a number of different people. Yeah, so I guess the first couple, if we if we talk about the couples we played with, the first couple we played with were a couple that we'd met at the party. And so we knew them. We'd already talked to them. Mm. We'd already played with them. I had played with the guy. Um, and so I was very comfortable with that. And we got chatting to them on kick and we arranged uh, another date, just a couple's date, which yeah. was completely new to us. It was very exciting. Yeah. And we kind of got ourselves ready and set off. Yeah, I remember it being it being quite a drive, but, you know, we were dead keen to meet another couple and carry on the experience from the party. Yeah, and we, we did make a big effort, you know, and so kind of we got there and everything was fine and we knocked on the door and they, the guy opened the door and um, we'll call him Tom. And we'll call her Jane. Mm-hmm. Um, that's not their real names, of course. And Tom opened the door and he went, oh, oh. You're, you're here already. Hey, guys, <laughs> what are you doing? Um, yeah, so I think I was a little bit at fault here because I'd been messaging Jane about times. And so, yeah, he opened the door and um, we'd obviously got the wrong time or I got the wrong time. I'd kind of messed it up. Um, so, it, yeah, it was kind of funny at the start um but they were really nice and they invited us in and it was definitely awkward so kind of we went in feeling out of place a little bit um and they were rushing around trying to tidy up things and mm-hmm. she was coming out of the shower and so we kind of hung around a bit just kind of waiting for her to get ready and we had a cup of tea yeah we sat in the kitchen and, <laughs> and just kind of chatted to just him chatted normal chat because yeah we eventually went into the sitting room and um, kind of tried to relax a little bit and I think they put on music or something and I sat beside him on one sofa and yeah. you sat beside Jane on another sofa. Mm. Yeah, and so 
it was obvious that you and he, you, you know, you'd played together at the previous parties and there was a lot of chemistry uh, between you. Mm. Um, and I suppose a little bit um, similar in reverse to the first party experience where you took a little bit of one for the team and I had a great time. This was, I guess, a little bit of that in in reverse because you guys had really good chemistry at the start. And I mean, I was super excited to be there and you know have another experience so there was no question that I didn't want to be there um, but I was a little bit unsure um, particularly when we were sitting together on the couch because I didn't feel an awful lot of kind of connection I suppose with yeah. Jane although and you know Jane was really nice like you know really really nice person um, and fantastic figure you know she was gorgeous yeah she was gorgeous like your typical classical blonde mm. um, beautiful skin yeah. Really, really nice, confident, you know, feminine, attractive, just really, really beautiful and very chatty and funny with it. But yeah, um, I suppose I was chatting away to Tom and, you know, we were getting on very well and flirting away mm. with him. And I didn't really pick up on the fact that you weren't as keen. Yeah, yeah. Um, um, you know, we were still kind of keen to keep going with it and... I suppose being the newbie I was, you know, I didn't really pay attention to any of those kind of signals and I just wanted to, you know, have a good time and to keep going with it. So, Enjoy the experience. Yeah. So we progressed pretty quickly up to the bedroom. Yeah. So and they, we, the girls kind of, and the boys, we all stripped off. We mm. had our sexy lingerie on and we then all of us, four of us got onto the bed and you and I started kissing and getting off with each other first and they started doing the same thing first mm. and then we swapped didn't we so yeah, I went with quickly, Tom yeah. and then you went with Jane and we were kind of kissing and I, I like I said I'd already played with Tom at the party so mm. I knew that I liked the way he touched me I liked the way he kissed you know because kissing is very important for me and it was just it was a good connection it was good chemistry and I got turned on very quickly yeah you got hot and heavy pretty quickly yeah um, and then in the meantime in the meantime, um, on the other side of the bed, yeah, I sat down with Jane and we hadn't really kissed before. Um, so she kind of sat down beside me and was wearing gorgeous red lingerie, I think. So we did. And yeah, I guess there was just my head was kind of telling me, you know, this is a gorgeous blonde, you know, sitting beside me. She's totally attractive. Um, but the rest of my body was just kind of saying, no, I'm, I'm not really feeling this. And you know, particularly, I think I've found anyway that, you know, the kiss, you know, often the first kiss or that kiss that you have with someone, that connection, it pretty quickly tells you whether you have chemistry with that person or or not. Yeah, and it definitely does. It definitely, like, I would definitely agree with that. Yeah. You can often tell from the kiss if you have a connection, if there's some kind of spark between you. Yeah, yeah. And, you know, I guess for me, anyway, that's kind of like a little bit of a theme of this particular episode is exploring kind of chemistry and understanding chemistry because it's one of the first things that you become aware of very quickly when you get into this lifestyle because you come across so many different people um, you very quickly understand whether you have chemistry with someone or whether you don't and it can you know so for me chemistry is something that runs a little bit deeper than just whether you physically think someone's attractive or not. So it, there's no explanation why sometimes yeah, the chemistry can it's be just amazing. This mad subconscious thing. Anyway, that's, you know, everyone's different. So, you know, I'm not saying that this is a general rule, but certainly for me, anyway, it's definitely a subconscious thing that, you know, triggers. And one of the great things 
I find with the whole thing is that it's just broadening my the stereotype I maybe had in my head of the kind of woman that I find really attractive. And I've kind of discovered that I don't really have a type. You know, I thought that I did. <laughs> and I, there are certainly some women that are just naturally I will find attractive, but I don't actually have any type now. And I'm just really open to whoever are just feeling that kind of chemistry and just and just being open to it. Getting back to our meet, I suppose we were, I and Tom were getting hot and heavy. and Yeah, there was know, definitely chemistry there. Oh, there was definitely finger fucking going on by this stage. Yeah. He'd already made me come, I think, a couple of times. Yeah, within a pretty short space of time. Yeah. <laughs> um, and you, in the meantime, I think I eventually kind of realised that you were having difficulties. Yeah. And I went, and, th- and then that made it immediately, not turned me off, but it made me want to go back to you and yeah. focus on you. So I went back to you and Jane and Tom played, and then I played with you, and mm. within you know I don't know 30 seconds or whatever I went down I gave you a blowjob I remember being on my knees and Mm. giving you a blowjob and you were immediately hard again yeah so it was like being super excited and then you hit a brick wall and it's like what the hell is going on you know I thought that I would be really horny enough for this and I'm not and then you came over and I guess reconnected with you and yeah I got I got hard again I think we'll maybe come back to this whole thing about, you know, kind of the chemistry thing maybe and for guys anyway, you know, getting hard and not getting hard because it is it is a big kind of topic and I have some experience in this. Yeah, as well. and it's quite common. And like I would think most most men that I've played with at some stage have all had problems, you yeah, know. Yeah. And it's not I don't think women are particularly bothered by it. No, and certainly, you know, everybody has that um, slight anxiety maybe about how it's going to go from a performance point of view and mm-hmm. it affects men and women in different ways and it's something to kind of not embrace but it's it's something that you shouldn't kind of run away from you should try and understand it and maybe analyze it a little bit and it certainly you know it helps you understand what you find erotic and sensual and that's the whole purpose of this whole thing yeah because if you're not doing that then if you're not doing it kind of consciously yeah um and mindfully then you're just kind of then you won't enjoy it as much and it's very shallow ultimately because you're not discovering anything new about yourself yeah i mean you you know you can be a kind of a kind of a you know a mindless kind of sex machine and that might be okay for some people but just for me anyway um i like to be a little bit more mentally kind of engaged in the whole thing yeah going back we were playing together and you were immediately kind of hard and then jane said to you so so yeah jane um said to me um vincent would you like a sandwich and i being the newbie i was i just kind of looked at her and said well i'm really not hungry at the moment but thanks for the offer you know and she just kind of laughed and said, no, I'm not I'm not talking about that kind of sandwich at all. I'm talking about a human sandwich. And I was like, oh, OK, OK, I get it now. OK. So, yeah, it kind of lightened the mood. We had a bit of a laugh. And, yeah. So um, you were kind of squashed in between yeah, the two. Was. So, yeah. Which was nice. And I liked it. But again, it felt kind of awkward and a little bit kind of forced. Mm. 
yeah it was it was great and it was nice but it didn't really do an awful lot for me at the no, time no I, so I that, remember that particular effort while very welcome I would probably have rather had a real sandwich and just had a pint mm-hmm. with it as mm-hmm. well at that point yeah and I mean you you did go down on her and I remember you you made her come and yeah, yeah. you know she was quite surprised I think because yeah. she wasn't expecting you to be so skilled maybe for a newbie but I can attest to Vincent's fine oral skills <laughs> and his amazing tongue mm. <laughs> so um, yeah so that was good like it, yeah and it kind of ended awkwardly as well yeah um, we were kind of tight for time so it kind of finished kind of suddenly we just noticed the time and went oh gosh you know we're gonna have to mm. we're gonna have to go and so it ended very quickly and threw our clothes on and kiss 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 and keep in touch kind of thing and it was just very abrupt and it, it was a little bit of a letdown kind it, of. it was a total letdown yeah, yeah. it and, was a complete letdown and I think that's something for people to kind of be aware of maybe not to have massively high expectations or maybe not let yourself get completely carried away before a meet or before a party or something because you can have a big kind of letdown and that's that's not great you know mm. and I think we had unrealistic expectations because yeah. we had come from the party on such a high yeah um and it's fair to say although I had great chemistry with Tom we hadn't really kind of explored what kind of chemistry you had with Jane so yeah like I said you know maybe this was a little bit in reverse I'm not going to say I, I certainly didn't take one for the team but it did give me another kind of lesson about you know how the whole thing works and how you engage with someone and definitely about chemistry you know it it was the first step on my kind of journey about chemistry and um, how you connect with the other kind of partner I guess um so yeah so we had the whole drive back to talk about it and and I think like in any meet where you have a meet um, it's really, really good as a couple to talk about it and to talk mm. through. And yeah, I remember driving back and being almost uncontrollably horny on the way back. Mm. Well, you would be. You hadn't come. <laughs> yeah, and I remember uh, pulling over at one point off the motorway, and you very kindly gave me a quick blowjob <laughs> because I wasn't even able to drive straight, and it wasn't really legal. So I got certainly a lot of uh, roadside relief from the very. Um, Grateful Mia, you know, who loves doing that as well. There were truck drivers going past and I think one or two of them definitely got an eyeful. There's always a silver lining to every cloud, you know, and that was mine. But um, yeah, so that was our first couples meet, which didn't really go as planned. Um, and but we learned something from we it. We did, of course we learned from yeah. it. And it was nice, you know, because we, we, at the end of the day, we got to spend time together and mm. then we got to talk about it and and then also have our own fun sex as exactly, well. Exactly, yeah. So then we we had been chatting to this other couple since we started on Fab, on Fab Swingers' website, and they were an older couple. And we will call them... Harry and Sally. Yeah, so Harry and Sally, we'd been chatting to them for a while. They were experienced. They'd been in the lifestyle for quite a number of years. Mm. And, and somewhat similar in the fact that they'd been together for a long time, so they were really well established kind of couple and had got into it for similar kind of reasons you know and wanting to really kind of try and explore something new and wanting to explore with other partners but really um, obviously totally in love and devoted to each other Um, and I guess they shared that sense of fun and adventure adventure with us Mm. so yeah like we hadn't met them no but we we'd been messaging a lot and we really 
bonded because we shared, you know, so much in common like that. Yeah, we had similar senses of humour. Yeah, um, they were so funny. And yeah. they were hilarious. The two of them were just just so funny. They had the most amazing stories. The best crack. Um, mm. And they they really were the best crack and so sound. Yeah, very, very genuine, dead sound. Uh, and they very quickly, I don't know, became kind of mentors for us. Yeah, I they suppose. gave us a lot of good advice. You know, both. Harry and myself, you know, he gave me great advice and and Sally as well, you know, gave me great insights from a woman's perspective as well. Um, so they were great kind of role models for us in a way. Mm. So we arranged to meet them. We we had babysitters for the night. So mm. we said, well, we'll go away for the night. And we couldn't find a hotel for some reason. It was quite last minute. So we booked a small apartment, Airbnb. And we said to them, you know, you're welcome to stay if we get if we all get on. Yeah. So there was two bedrooms, you know, fairly large there was a big kind of sitting room kind of joining in with the kitchen um lovely and warm lovely kind of leather sofas um and then there were two nice sized bedrooms yeah so we so got we it, got there early and you know we had said to them look if there's no chemistry or nobody's feeling it or one of us isn't feeling it yeah. you know that's we'll just fine. have a bit of crack because we got on with them so well anyway yeah and we knew we'd just get on with them and have fun mm. Um, and not necessarily for it to be anything sexual if if one or more people didn't feel it. Mm. Um, so there was no pressure. And I think that was great. I think that was really a good way for us to go to a meet without feeling this expectation. Yeah, exactly. So whatever happens, happens. And then also feeling that we were just off for the night. We were just going to have a good night. We were just seeing friends and yeah. there was nothing else. And when we got there, we noticed a few places that might sell chips afterwards. So, so, so we had that box ticked straight away. So we were happy out. So, yeah, we had a few glasses of wine, relaxed, and then they came in. And, you know, it was immediately like we had been chatting to them for ages and ages mm. and ages. We were immediately comfortable with them. They made us feel so at ease. They told us funny stories. I remember uh, Harry sat beside me mm. and... While we were talking, his knee was pressing against my knee. Yeah, I was just thinking that at the same time. Yeah, yeah. And he was very, very flirty with me, but in a in a very nice way, not in a pushy way in no. any way. Yeah. But so he, he was pressing his knee against mine. And I remember feeling, oh, that's quite nice. Mm. And, you know, he had lovely eyes, real sparkly blue eyes. And he was real silver fox. I was, yeah, I was just going to say total silver fox. So he... He was very funny and I love guys that are witty and um, can tell a good story. And he was flirting with me, but not pushy with it. Meanwhile, mm. um, Sally, I think, was flirting with you. Yeah, she was. Um, and again, like I wasn't quite sure how to respond to it or how to how to move it on to the next the next kind of stage, I suppose. So I was kind of flirting back with her and. It, I found it really a big turn on kind of because where I was sitting on the couch, I could see her, but I could also see you and Harry as well. And I remember at one point um, after he'd made the kind of the leg contact, I saw his hand, you know, touch your thigh and, you know, run his hand up your thigh. And I knew that you were wearing stockings. And I just thought, wow, that's that's pretty hot. And then Sally saw that he was doing that. And, you know, Sally's an amazing woman and she's so vivacious and she's so confident and she's so um, she's so much fun. So she saw that he was doing that, too. And she immediately said, oh, well, if they're doing that, I'm doing that, too. So she immediately turned around to me and grabbed me and just started kissing me. 
she made the first move. Yeah, she which definitely was great, did. Yeah, you know? yeah. And then I think once kind of you two, we saw the two of you kind of snogging in the corner. <laughs> yeah. And yeah, so he kind of moved in on me and kissed me. And, you know, he was a great kisser. He's a great kisser anyway. And I suppose as well, because he was just a little bit more experienced. Um, they'd both been in the lifestyle for quite a mm. few years. And I felt very comfortable because we'd been chatting for we'd been chatting for a good few weeks, you know, yeah, yeah, maybe close yeah. to a month. I was very comfortable with him and the chemistry was good. It was great. I mean, there was a slow kind of build up and then all of a sudden it was like throwing petrol in a fire. Yeah, we and were ripping clothes off each other. It was fantastic chemistry it was yeah. it was great it yeah, was so, really really good so things progressed quite quickly and you two definitely were kind of ripping clothes off each other whereas yeah. we were going a bit quietly and taking our time and I think he sensed maybe I was a bit more cautious you're so kai aren't you yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I can be sometimes can I, be. I can, can be yeah, yeah. Um, okay not for long like maybe five minutes yeah 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 and what was interesting then was you guys then went through to one of the bedrooms yeah I, I don't know whose idea that was I I think it was mine and I'll tell you why actually it was the sofa we were sitting on was kind of a leather sofa mm. and it was very hard and it was very very uncomfortable mm. and so when I started taking my clothes off it, it felt really cold and you don't like being cold do I you? don't like being cold <laughs> anyway and it just didn't feel comfortable it was quite small so you wouldn't be able to stretch out there either yeah and there were these two double beds next door exactly, so yeah. you know yeah I, I think it was kind of mutual we both said look do you want to go and lie on the bed and yeah are we okay doing a separate room thing? And and I kind of looked over at you and I said, we're going through. Well, we were thrashing around in the sofa I don't, stage. Yeah. And, and I think you were just like, yeah, 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 whatever. Go for it, honey, yeah. <laughs> so we slipped off to one of the bedrooms and we're very comfortable. And he took the rest of my clothes off and we just got kind of madly passionate. And but yeah, we had a, we had amazing chemistry. We had uh, just amazing kissing going on. You know, he was so sensual. He was he he took my my bra off and you know slipped his hands down you know and finger fucked me which I love I love being finger fucked but he really knew how to do it and got me just soaking wet and coming within minutes mm. um and he was just the right amount of dominant without being without being overly pushy he was very yeah. he was quite dominating but not in an overly kind of pushy kind of way which I like I like being dominated but I don't like um, men that throw me around the place either. Yeah, or give you a smack. You yeah, like I slapping. hate that. Yeah, yeah, I don't like being slapped or spanked or anything like yeah, that. So yeah. no, he was he was the gentleman, and he took all his cues from me, which is so important. Yeah, it's that kind of uh, balance between being confident but not being overly kind of confident. I suppose it's not. Yeah, like for him. You know, he'd been around the scene. He obviously is very comfortable with women's bodies and he knows how to take his cue from mm. their enjoyment. Yeah, yeah. Um, and that immediately made me feel very comfortable with him and I relaxed and oh, it, was, it was great. We had such, such great sex. Yeah. Um, and also what was really hard, he was thinking about you next door and I could hear because we had the doors left open. We could hear you. Oh, yeah. And I was certainly taking my cues from Sally. She was she was telling me what cues she wanted. <laughs> <laughs> she was very vocal. So, yeah. So I was sitting on the couch and she straddled me and, you know, took off her top and um, told me to finger fuck her, which which obviously I did. And yeah, it was amazing because um, she very quickly came and squirted all over me. 
And it was the first time that I'd ever been with a woman who had squirted and squirted so much as well. It was just, I thought that there was something, there was a pipe broken because it was just squirting was everywhere. It was amazing. And I was just like, whoa. It was the kind of thing I'd seen before, maybe in porn. But uh, yeah, so that was that was amazing. And she came so hard and it again progressed really quickly the thing with being on a leather couch with a woman who squirts a lot is that it's hard to get kind of grip (laughs) (laughs) and we were slipping and sliding all over the place but it was just the best um so yeah we ripped each other's clothes off the other thing was that she was amazing at giving blowjobs um you know oh yeah you were saying this some women uh well i you know i guess it's the same for everybody you know sometimes you enjoy doing something sometimes you don't Mm. um but she was one of those who really really loves giving blowjobs and it was unbelievable um so she started giving me a blowjob and i had to stop her because i was i was i was going to come um so i managed to stop her and so yeah we were fucking all over the couch it was unbelievable and I think the noise um from the two of you uh, you know it made me curious I wanted to see what was going on so I dragged Harry I said to him let's go and see what those two are up to Mm. you know they sound like they're having a really good time and I went through and it it was great and she at the time was between your legs she was on her knees and she was going down on the couch you were sitting she was going down on you and you were obviously really enjoying it. Oh, I was just in heaven. And then I went behind you. So I was standing behind the sofa and I put my arms down in your chest. Yeah, it was lovely. And you started kissing me. And I started kissing you. Um, and you put your arms up around, kind of up and behind. So you were holding my waist. Mm. Um, and meanwhile, Harry was behind me. He he positioned himself behind you and started fucking you from behind. Yeah, he did. And yeah. He really liked it because I then was able to reach behind and, and grab your ass and hold your ass for him as yeah. he fucked you. So we had this amazing kind of human, you know, train with Harry and then you and me holding you and us and us kissing. And, and then, then Sally on and her then knees. Sally on her knees and, and, sucking me. And yeah. It and was we just, were all watching each other. Yeah, it was. And it was lovely because it was so sp- spontaneous and it was so sexy and it was just great. And it just felt really natural. Mm. But we were all enjoying it and everybody was just loving it. And yeah, it was really, really sexy. It yeah. was really hot. Um, and, and I, you know, I, I remember, you know, coming again and you holding me and him fucking me. And yeah, he this, was really pounding you. Yeah, he was. And you did well not to come. Well, I didn't <laughs> so, last long, though. I mean, it was it was a it was a beautiful moment until Sally's skills were just, you know, too much for my little brain to take. Mm-hmm. And I came. It was fantastic, though. It was great. It was such a good night. And and the nice thing was they stayed over and um, we all showered and had a chat and we were all exhausted. I think we had maybe a cup of tea or something before going to bed. Yeah. And then fell into our respective beds and woke up the next day. And Harry, who was such a gentleman, had gone out to the shop to get fresh pastries for mm. breakfast. And and we made coffee and had pastries. And yeah, you know. so when Harry went out to get the the pastries, you were in the shower. Um, the, so the bedroom had an ensuite, and you were in the shower. And I just opened the door. Um, and I was going to go into the kitchen to get something and I had a pair of boxers on or something. And um, at that point, Sally had just finished having a shower and she was walking back up the corridor. And obviously we bumped into each other and naturally we started snogging straight away. 
And um, yeah, there was a kind of a moment where we thought about going back to her bedroom to, to play again. But I was just a little bit unsure because, you know, Harry was gone to get pastries and you were in the shower and you were, you were kind of talking to me at the time. And I just wasn't sure whether that was cool or not. So I decided, you know, it was a kind of a spur of the moment thing. But I thought, no, no, you know, this mightn't be good. So, no, we'll just leave it. Yeah. Which I think at the time was probably... It was probably the right thing to do. It was probably the right thing to do. Yeah, it was, definitely. But I think we all kind of felt anyway, you know, it would have been great if we'd played again in the morning because we're all so incredibly horny. Yeah, we all had breakfast together and it was really nice and we were, there was a lot of mad flirting going on around the the table. Yeah, we're all playing footsie under the table while we were eating our pastries. And then just before they left, kind of, they gave us a big hug. Harry came over to me to give me a hug, which turned into a big snog. And before we knew it, Sally and I were rolling around on the sofa. His hands were roaming up and down underneath my skirt and, you know, it was just... We'd left it too late. We could have had another and session. I know. And we were all, you know, looking at watches going, shit, why didn't we just get it on when we woke up instead, instead of leaving of, it? Instead of having breakfast. Um, so that was a bit of our, that was our only regret. Yeah. And so they left and the door closed and we just looked at each other and we just ripped our clothes off. <laughs> we did. Go back in the couch. So the couch saw a lot of action. That, that couch. Those two nights. Yeah. Yeah, because then we just... We had a mad session on that couch. On that couch, yeah, we did. Yeah. yeah. And we we drove back home. We were exhausted. Yeah. <laughs> but we, it was brilliant. It was, it, And it still remains one of the best couples meetings yeah. that we've had. Yeah, it was just great sex, really spontaneous. Yeah, and we've met them since. Yeah, and it was interesting because, you know, part of it was, you know, together as a foursome. Mm. You know, we, we had, a you know, an, another kind of foursome session other than the couch scene and then... We had several um, separate kind of room swaps as well. So we went, you know, myself and Sally went into the bedroom as well. And we had an amazing session in the bedroom where the headboard actually broke off the bed and crashed into the ground. That's right. I've done that once or twice, which I'm pretty proud of. <laughs> you but claim to fame. Yeah, I, I break beds. Um, so, yeah, so it was a real nice mixture of, you know, couple play and separate room swaps. Mm. But it was just really cool and relaxed and... They, they gave some some great advice. They did. They um, really did. As, as kind of mentors. And one thing sticks in my head that Harry told me, which is a really great piece of advice. And he said, you know, if you're at a party or if you're, you know, somewhere and you're watching your wife and she's having an amazing orgasm, someone is doing something amazing to her. The important thing to do is ask her afterwards, what were they doing? And try and do it yourself. Don't get jealous. Don't be worried about it. Um, enjoy the scene uh, but then make sure you ask her what were they doing and figure it out and then try and do it yourself afterwards and it's a really simple piece of advice but I think it's a really really good one it's very important actually because you know if you're doing this as a couple what you are trying to do is you're trying to add I suppose to your life and mm. you are you're discovering things because I found things out about myself that I never thought that yeah, I would like yeah. you know and it's one of the things that's important to share that, you know, yeah. because that then it affects your sex life as well. It makes it better and it's so much more fun to discover things. And often, you know, people, because people are different. So when you're with different people, they yeah. will try different things and mm. you might react well, you might not react well. Um, but the thing is, it's important, to, I suppose, to take that back and to learn from it and say, actually, you know, this person did this to me and it was fucking amazing. Yeah. Can you try it? Yeah, exactly. I mean, that's why we called the podcast Room for More, because it's, you know, being curious and Room for More 
um, experiences and finding out new things about yourself. Yeah, it's all about exploration. Yeah. So, I mean, you know, even at the first kind of meet you had, you know, you discovered that you liked anal, you know, kind of fingering and so on. And that's been a kind of a new revelation for you. And um, that's something that, you know, you've explored and enjoyed. Yeah, and I didn't think I would. And it's just something that that happened naturally. And yeah, and, and I've explored that more. And I've been kind of surprised, pleasantly surprised. Yeah, we all um, have. <laughs> <laughs> I haven't convinced you yet. Well, no, I've tried it. I've tried it, yeah. But yeah, no, anal fisting, no, no thanks. I'm good. <laughs> Not I'm good. for you. <laughs> Not for me, thanks. <laughs> Not for this soldier. One of the other bits of advice that we got from the couple was from Sally, actually. And um, again, you know, it goes back to the whole kind of chemistry thing. Um, and her bit of advice was, if you're brave enough to, when you're having a kind of a, you know, especially maybe a social meet or a coffee meet with someone, just to see, is there chemistry with this person? Is to do what she called the kiss test, because she said, you know, the kiss is really where you know if there's chemistry or not. And she said, why waste time, you know, messaging and all that? You know, if you think there's chemistry, have a kiss and just see, is there any chemistry? No, I have to say Sally is quite brave. Like for me, if I'm meeting somebody for a social meet in the middle of the day or even in the evening, it's very rare that I would pick up the courage just to lean over and snog them, you know, particularly if it's somewhere public. So maybe if we were in a car or something, but then again, I wouldn't go into a car with a strange person that I didn't know, you know. Yeah. You know, I guess maybe it's easier for some people to do that. But I just I just I'm too I don't like to use the word shy because I wouldn't say I'm a shy person. No, I wouldn't say you're shy either. <laughs> but I suppose I'm I'm just not brave enough to just put myself out there mm. kind of straight away. And it is a really good idea. And I have tried it a few times. And, yeah. you know, you learn, you see pretty quickly whether you have chemistry or mm. not. You're better at it. It's something that I've taken to heart. You're very good at it. <laughs> and it's certainly, yeah. Well, I don't know. Maybe it's easier for a guy to just say, I mean, it is something that, you know, if I'm meeting a woman, certainly on a singles meet, it's kind of a funny thing that I'll often say, there's this thing called a kiss test. And, you know, this is more for you than for me, you know, because... That know, line always works, yeah, does it? It's, well, it's worked a couple of times. Um, but yeah, generally, it's something that, you know, is going to tell you whether there's chemistry or not. So... I recommend having a kiss test. Yeah, well, if you so, can, if you can get away with it and not get arrested, then why yeah, not go yeah. for it? Yeah, so I guess at this stage, you know, people have figured out that we go on singles meets as well. Yeah, because it's not something we've discussed before. We will be discussing it again at some stage in a future mm. podcast. Um, it is something that we decided very early on that we were quite comfortable. Um, seeing other people separately so not just in the context of couples date or party or anything that that we're both free to date people yeah. um, to go out and, and see other people so that's why we're talking about the kiss test in that context yeah yeah I mean we you know we certainly at the first party we went to we had agreed that kind of fairly open boundary where you know we'd play together but we were both happy for the other to play sure. separately in a different room yeah so it was a pretty natural progression for us to say okay well um what's the difference between playing in a separate room and just meeting someone separately altogether if we're totally kind of if we trust each other if there's openness if there's honesty and um you know we're both totally kind of sure that the other person's going to come back to them and tell them all the juicy details um so yeah there's a lot of trust there so that was what we decided to do fairly quickly mm. Um, and, and I think another thing that added to that was we were very, very lucky with Harry and Sally, that couple that we met. 
because since we have found that it's nearly impossible to find a couple mm. who we both get on with, we both um, equally attracted to, um, and that they are equally attracted to us. So you're talking about four people and the chemistry and the attraction between each of the four yeah, people yeah. is, is kind of easy. equal. It's really not easy. It's very, very difficult to do. It's very rare. So when you do find a couple that you, you do get on with and you do have that chemistry with, it's very special. Yeah, it is. So that was also part of the reason why we ended up kind of seeing people separately as well. Partly that, but partly because we were both curious and we wanted to explore a bit more on our own. Mm, yeah. So it was a balance between the two and and logistically as well, trying to manage four, four calendars and trying to get something free. So I suppose what we're trying to talk about is the couples kind of dates. Couples dates can be tremendous fun. They're really, really good fun. Yeah. And they can also be a bit of a, not a disaster. I don't like to use the word disaster, but they can be a letdown as Mm. well, you know, because we have met couples since um, who we, one of us have felt, yeah, you know, I was really into him or her, you know, the other one saying, Mm, I didn't really feel it. I didn't feel it. So, you know, and we we were both at the stage now. We don't want to compromise. We don't want to say, okay, I'll take one for the team because we learned very early on that doesn't work. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, And you end up feeling bad or you end up feeling maybe resentful of the other person. So I think the best thing to do is just not go there, you know, so you either both feel that you're equally attracted um, to the other pair or then just let it go. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Um, yeah. And it's worked for us now. It does mean it's much more and more difficult to find a couple that you both get on with and that mm. you're both equally attracted to. But when you do, it works very, very well. Yeah. And we know other other folks who, you know, have got really good relationships with other couples. And, and, you know, from that practical point of view, they just see them more regularly because that just takes the hassle out of organizing things. And um, it's just so much easier from that point of view. Yeah. But I, I have to say, I, I enjoy meeting new people, and mm. particularly couples, because it's always very interesting to hear about other couples' journeys. Yeah. And how they got into it and why and the yeah. dynamic between the other couple yeah. too. So often, even if we don't play with another couple, we just meet them for a social drink or something yeah. or we meet them at a party. I love particularly talking to other couples because it's so interesting how they came to it like, and also how they feel now, where they're going. And I guess we are still looking, you know, we've always had that kind of ideal in our head of having a couple that, you know, we get on really well with, that we're friends with, that you could maybe go for dinner with or maybe go on a holiday together and have a kind of a nice relationship with too. Have filthy sex with them as well. Yeah, so we're still definitely looking for that but it's like again we don't have the expectation that this is the ideal no because you know we're realists and you see life is get just gets in the way so mm. i guess you take what you can get <laughs> <laughs> very true but you don't take one for the team never no so i think that about covers everything for episode three yeah i hope you enjoyed uh, listening and got some useful maybe tips if you're a newbie starting out just remember the chemistry and if you can have a cheeky kiss test just to make sure. If you can. Yeah. <laughs> um, so don't forget to check us out on Spotify, SoundCloud and good news is we're on iTunes now as well. You can listen to us on pretty much any platform. So share the message with your friends and we'd love to hear back from anybody who wants to get in touch with us. Hopefully we won't be so long. We were kind of delayed putting up this podcast, but hopefully the next one won't be um, so long coming uh, yeah. excuse the fun <laughs> <laughs> yeah so just tell your friends to search for room for more um, and they'll be able to find us 
In the next episode, episode four, we're going to be covering MMFs. Yes. Yeah, so um, for those of you who don't know, MMF means male, male, female. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah, we're going to be talking about that. So we've had um, one okay experience and then one really amazing experience. Yeah, we've but, had several. Yeah. So we're going to. So this is kind of, again, like a first experience in MMFs. Um, so, yeah, like the same as this one, we'll give you um, one that's okay and then one that's really good and give you all the juicy details and then hopefully give you some useful advice and tips from our experiences and you can take from that whatever you like. Yeah. So join us next week and uh, we'll go into more depth. Mm, much more depth. <laughs> <laughs> You've been listening to the Room for More podcast. Get in touch with us. We're on Twitter, Room for More One. Instagram, Room for More podcast. And drop us an email, roomformorepodcast at gmail.com. Or you can check us out on fabswingers.com. Just look for the profile name, Room for More Podcast. Thanks for listening. Bye.